A Wednesday podcast. Thank you for that jingle, Frankie. It is, uh, it's a Wednesday podcast where each week I, Blake, uh, I give you some fresh Blake's takes, sprinkle them all over the pie, as it were. Now, um, before, before we begin, I would like to address something. I would like to address some rumors that you might have been, I'm kidding. Uh, what if, by the way, is there anything more captivating than hearing someone start off a conversation or a video where they're addressing camera and saying, I would like to address some of the rumors out there about me. Is there any situation where you would switch that off? Because in every single time I'd be like, oh my God, A, who are you? <laughs> B, what are the rumors? And C, how are you responding to these rumors? And and that's the funniest thing. That would actually be a worst case scenario where, you know, you're, you're addressing rumors against you and then someone's watching and they're like, well, I had no idea who the hell you were before this. And now my first and only impression of you are these rumors. So anyway, um, no rumors about me yet. Um, and honestly, that's the fault of my PR person. I, uh, I hired a, an entire PR firm to spread rumors about me and not one of them has caught on um but anyway uh thank you for thank you for joining us this week on um one of the one of the lowest actually rated podcasts i think on the planet but i don't read um podcast reviews anymore okay a lot of people say uh why does blake only do 42 to 45 minutes um well i feel like that's enough and I think anyone who listens and loves this podcast would agree with me. I don't know what I'm, what this is, what I'm doing right now, but I am glad you're here. Um, why do I do 45 minutes, by the way? That is a good question. Because it's a, essentially the equivalent of a headlining set on the low end. Now, when I do stand-up, which is all the time, uh, <laughs> when I headline a room, um, I'll do between 45 to an hour. The most time I've ever done on stage, Dawn on stage, Dawn on, Dawn on stage. You're listening to Dawn on stage. If you're, are you sick of performing in the fucking dark? Well, this is Dawn on stage. We got the sun coming up. Our shows are, they start at 6.42 a.m. on the beach. God, actually, that would be kind of cool. No, it wouldn't. What the fuck am I talking about? I have done shows before where it's um a, like, not a telethon. A marathon. <laughs> why was why do I know telethon more than marathon? Um, it was uh, like a marathon show where I think they were doing it either to raise money. Here's the thing. I don't know if they were doing it to raise money, in which case I'm not sure why they did this. That's the funny thing about stand-up comedy is that you will see people doing something all the time. And you're like, literally, why are you doing that? <laughs> And I'm not, that's not a, so if you're, if you're, by the way, if you are, if this is your first time listening to Blake's Takes for God's Sakes, thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Uh, I had, uh, I made an appearance. Let's see, this comes out on Wednesday. I'm recording this on Monday, uh, September 18th, um, 
2016. So this will be out in a couple years. But if you're listening to this in 2021, um, on Thursday, I believe, October uh, whatever-ith, um, I am on the Daily Zeitgeist podcast. And uh, it's one of my favorite podcasts to do. So if you heard me on that and you're listening to this, this this is this is what this is. This is the podcast. Congratulations. Also, I made a um a bit of an announcement on the Daily Zeitgeist. And I'll talk about that more next week on here. However, um I don't know why I'm not announcing it here yet. I think I wanted to give them an exclusive. Speaking of exclusive, if you want a Patreon exclusive, patreon.com slash Blake Wexler, it's there for you. And this is not, if this is your first time listening, this is not an advice podcast. However, I would like to give you some advice. Now, if you're ever face-to-face with a pirate, and they say, shiver my timbers, I want you to grab that piece of shit by his leg, look him in his eye, and say, shiver your own goddamn timbers. And then I want I want you to release that person. I want you to take a few steps backwards. One, two, three, and turn. Turn away. Can you imagine how weird it would be to watch a pirate cry? <laughs> that first Ooh, I don't have enough oxygen to laugh like that. Um the uh that was the first thing I was actually, that was a real laugh the first time. Watching a pirate cry would be so funny. Oh my God. Just, I don't, I just don't know why I haven't been promoted to captain. <laughs> Always the first mate, never the captain. Um, God, that would be a good line of t-shirts, right? You're on a boardwalk somewhere, huh? You just, there's a bunch of idiots walking around and then you just see you just see these dumb t-shirts like federal body inspector, you know? Some there's always like something like inappropriate and problematic about them. However, but for mine, it would just say always the first mate, never the captain. Let's try that again. I screwed up one of the words. Always the first mate, never the captain. We will be right back. You're listening. No, we won't. We I am I'm never coming back. Um, so what are we going to talk about this week? That's a very good question. Uh, the main topic of the episode this week will be, um, I do not remember it. There's one topic and I do not remember it. Does that bode well for that section? Yes, it does. Fandom. Fandom. F-A-N-D-O-M. Fandom. Can I use it in a sentence, please? The topic of this podcast is fandom. Fandom. Country of origin, please. Probably the United States. Can you use it in a sentence, please? I just did. Country of origin, please. Probably the United States. Can you use it in a sentence, please? I cannot. I'm going to be honest. I was just hired for this gig. I don't know anything about spelling or grammar. They uh, they hired me, honestly, because I have a half-decent voice, and I can, um. well, I smile a lot. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that'll be the topic uh, this week. Um, I think normally uh, what happens on this show is that I say I'm going to talk about a topic and then I do a, I would say a 31 minute intro 
and I never make it to the topic. However, this week, I actually did a little uh, a little planning this week. I did a little little prep, P-R-E-P, prep. Can you use it in a sentence, please? I did a little prep this week. Are you fucking deaf? Um, <laughs> so... We'll get to we'll get to fandom in a couple minutes, and that is that is a Blake's take. Uh, that's a Blake's take guarantee. And if you're new to the show, there's nothing more there's nothing more I would say binding than a Blake's take guarantee. Now it's not a thing. I've never said that before in my life. I have I so I need advice from you. Actually, I gave you that great advice about the pirates. Um, what I need from you is I need customer service advice. Okay, now no bit. And by the way, again, if you're first listening, when I say no, so in general, I say almost exclusively um, nothing but nonsense on this show. However, um, when I say no bit, I'm being sincere. And that's a thing I've been working on, but I haven't been working on it at all. So no bit. I would say I spend almost all of my life trying not to be a piece of shit. You know, like trying to be a good person, trying not to lose my temper, trying not to be mean, trying to treat everybody with respect. Because I think when you try to do that all the time, A, it happens, and B, that minimizes the times where when you when you slip up and um, you, you lose it a little bit. <laughs> I, I realize that people are like, what did he do? <laughs> what is he? So what I did is I walked into... um. A playground with, um, I'll say, one extremely large spatula and one extremely small shovel. And to be honest, if you can tell the two apart, let me know because I'm lost. I have no idea whether I'm supposed to flip burgers or dig a fucking hole. You know what I'm saying? So, all right, I'm kidding. I don't even know where that riff was going. But now, 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 now. Um, <clears throat> back to the note. <clears throat> You ever try to clear your throat and you don't do a good job the first time? This is the type of relatable comedy that we have on here. I am going to take a sip of my iced coffee that I drink during this. Now, um, I think a lot of podcast hosts, sometimes they would, they would be talking and then just take a sip without telling you. without Because that like wastes less time. However, one of my big pet peeves is that sometimes I'll be listening to a podcast and like I, I just listen out of my phone speakers, and then there'll be a pause on it, and I'll think I'm getting a phone call. So I'll scramble and look at my phone, and it's just because they pause. So if I can give any podcasters advice out there, it's to never stop talking, not for a second, or else your listeners are going to think somebody's calling them. All right, hold on. Let me take a sip, okay? Just hold your horses. Wiz Khalifa almond milk is what I put in there. You might be like, Blake, are you talking about Califia Farms? No. Wiz Khalifa makes his own almond milk, and he doesn't sell it. To be honest, I, I, I came into a little bit of money, and I've spent roughly half of it on Wiz Khalifa's almond milk. So I don't even know if he fucking makes it, to be completely honest. Could it just be his assistant just went out and bought something and put it in a black and yellow uh, tube? I said tube because I couldn't remember the word bottle. How weird is that? However, if you were trying to say 
if you couldn't remember the word bottle, which, and let's let's just get this out of the way, is one of the more easy words to remember. Um, if I couldn't remember the word bottle, a tube, <laughs> you could do worse than tube, right? What would be worse? What would be better? A cylinder? Cylinder is pretty good. A receptacle? Receptacle? I have so... I do not have trouble saying a lot of words. Recept, recept, receptacle? Receptacle. A lot of trouble saying that word. Well, Blake, you really never need to say that word. You could just say container. Container is good too. Wow. No wonder I've won so many awards for this podcast. It's stuff like that. You know that phrase I came up with a while ago, stop and smell the roses? Um, It really is true. <laughs> it really is. It is interesting. It's all very fascinating. It's So when I was trying, and by the way, background on this podcast, when I was trying to come up with a category for it, when you put a podcast on, um, <clears throat> and I'll get back to this thing in a minute, when you put a podcast on... Uh, on Apple or Spotify and, you know, not to mention other companies. <laughs> but when you put a podcast on there, you have to select what um, genre it is. And I, for the life of me, it's like, because, you know, you would think comedy because I do stand-up. But this isn't stand-up. This is almost, I would call it truth. Does that make sense? Someone once called me, uh, God, what was it? I forget who called me this, but they called me one of Truth's soldiers. And I, at first, thought, you know, like I, I shy away from compliments, but that was really one I think I can accept. Truth soldiers. It's special. It's it's special and warranted, I think. But anyway, back to back back to the future. Can I be honest? I don't think I've ever seen that movie. I'm not kidding. No bit. I don't think I've ever seen Back to the Future. I've watched parts of it numerous times and it's always just weirded me out. Not and not because of the simple jokes like oh like Michael J. Fox tries to have sex with his mother in the second year or second year sequel or oh he's hanging out with a weird old man. It's it's really not that. I think it was just I just never liked it. A DeLorean just never it's there's just too many things where I'm like, I don't really like this. His sneakers. Oh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> All right. So before I get into fandom, because I realize um I realize I'm running out of time. I've been I've been served. I've been served. I've been overserved. So oh my god. Can you imagine going to a coffee bar and they like overserve you? I went to an oxygen. I, I got overserved at an oxygen bar. Is there a such thing as an oxygen bar? Because if there is, that's a very funny joke. It, it, it's all right. It's a funny joke. Uh, it's a joke. I was overserved at an oxygen bar. Can I just say things like that in the middle of my set? I've got stand up on the brain, and you'll find out why. Oh, you will find out why. Big announcement coming. Big, probably the easily the biggest announcement I've ever, no bit, I've ever had uh, on this podcast. So anyway, just, I'm going to say just saying, not not the right time to say that. So he's wandering. Blake's wandering. He's lost. This is no longer organized chaos. This is, this is insane. So um, <clears throat> generally, I try to be a good person. I know it sounded like there was an edit point there. There wasn't. I just stopped talking and then started talking again. 
Um, generally, I try to be a good human being. And I've worked a lot of jobs where I had to deal with uh, a, comp- a, a crazy person. <laughs> Actually, the job most of stand-up is dealing with the insane. Um, so I, I'm standing up right now, just so you know. I'm up. I'm walking around. My legs feel a little weak, and I just remembered I went for a bike ride today. Hmm? That's how busy I am. I forget that I uh, hop on two wheels. Are two wheels really enough? Do we have, have has, has the bike community ever um, gone into that before? Maybe we need a few more. You know what I'm saying? All right. So I've been having an issue. I talked about my contact lenses a lot on here. And by my contact lenses, I was doing a trial. And I have an issue. So this is, we're back to no bit. This is true. Um, well, it would be better be true. Be sure as hell be a fucking uninteresting lie to tell. Um, so I ordered my contact lenses. And they haven't. Okay. So I, I ordered them over two weeks ago and I still don't have them. Now, I want to acknowledge a few things. First of all, uh, there's supply chain issues, okay? And I realize that. Second of all, um, I realize that the people I talk to on the phone at the place who ordered them for me, at the uh, optometrist, is not their fault, okay? I also want to realize that, um, or acknowledge, that no one is fucking, I, I've called them s- maybe five or six times. That's not true four or five times <laughs> it's not that's not that much better um but i have what the fuck is going on here so i keep calling them and they haven't had like information for me and um i i just got tangled up in wires by the way is why i was sh- uh, shifting in and out of my uh my microphone so um i keep calling them and uh they're like oh yeah you know like we have no updates and then i got an update that's saying oh it said it shipped they should be here saturday or sunday and they said that on Friday. So I'm psyched. And I talked to them yesterday. I talked to them on Monday. And they're like, oh, yeah, like we'll text you. And I'm getting no texts. And I called them today, Tuesday. And they says, oh, um, your right eye has arrived, but your left eye is on back order. And so here's my question. How, when do I, like, when do I lose my mind no like so i I, here's the thing my biggest issue with customer service is not issue the the main point that i try to do is exhibit frustration and be fair to myself without being unfair to the people who work there right because the girl that i'm talking to on the phone she didn't even make this order she doesn't manufacture it blah 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 she just has to fucking deal with people like me you know what i mean so do you talk to the manager? Because that's the thing, too. It's not really the manager's fault either, you know? So uh, is is my question, who do I yell at? Because I don't want to yell. I never yell at anyone. And I actually go, you know, my fiance was saying, like, she hears me on these calls. And she goes, why are you so polite? And I think the reason, and I, and I kind of said this in a, in a roundabout way earlier, the reason why I'm so polite is that, a, I, uh, I never want to be the cause of why someone's having a bad day. And also, self, uh, secondarily, selfishly, it helps me get what I want often because people are more likely to help you, I've found, sometimes, um, if you're nice to them. However, other times, I've found that like if you're nice, people may take advantage of that. And then I also have like a temper. 
So how do I balance all this shit? By the way, I haven't I haven't yelled at anyone yet. I'm just like, yeah, you know, like I think my go-to generally is um, I cannot accept that answer, basically. And like, why wasn't I told? And but that's the thing too. If I tell the girl who works there, like, why wasn't I told that this was on back order? And why was I told that it was going to arrive? Like, I I think my issue is why I guess I would talk to a manager about that, right? Because they control when you like what you would tell people. But if you're a manager at an optometrist shop, like, do you even give a shit? You know what I mean? God. I really think we just made a breakthrough. Am I even recording? I am. Okay. Let's move in to the topic. And by the way, listen in. You know, why don't I just announce it on here and then I'll say it's an exclusive. Uh, just stay tuned for a big stand-up announcement from me. Okay. Definitely on Thursday, and then maybe for my social media before then. All right? Okay. Um, let's talk about fandom. We will be right back. Blake is really funny. Blake is really cool. Blah, 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 blah. Blake, Blake, Blake. And we are back. Um, I'm recording this in my... Ah, oh, fuck me. I'm recording this in my office right now, and... um. I think I posted this on like Facebook or not on Facebook. What the fuck on uh, which went out. Um, I posted this on uh, Twitter or Instagram a while ago where my fiance bought us um, like a picture frame that has your name on it. And then like what your name means, you know, so you put your picture. I think it's for children, actually, which was like the funny bit where you put um, your photo in it. I guess, and then it says, you know, Blake, old English Blake, fair-haired and fair-complected, a form of Blake, likes to encourage others, someone who appears in the limelight, a natural leader. Huh, I like this. Very handsome, motherfucker. That would be funny if, it, like, you know, you bought one of those things at a store, and it said, Blake, old English Blake, ugly, not that good-looking, lacks a backbone, taken advantage of by others. Never really achieves his goals. Quits something when it becomes too difficult. <laughs> you just look at that in a store. And it's like, am I, I guess I'm, do I buy this for my son? My son's Blake. That sounds a lot like my son. Okay. Let's talk about fandom. Now, the main thing that I wanted to talk about, I, I kind of want to talk about it in a more vague way. Now, anyone who knows me, first of all, knows that I am a massive sports fan. I'm a huge Philadelphia sports fan. Um... I've uh, done podcast projects around fandom. I would almost call myself a fan expert, but I wouldn't call myself that because uh, no one would know what the hell I was talking about. So, um, however, I'm very, very familiar with sports fandom. And uh, just in general, I find fandom to be very, very interesting. And, I, and I've seen different forms of it, uh, especially during the pandemic, the alleged COVID-19 pandemic that everybody keeps telling me about. Uh, I'm just joking. I don't even like that joke. So um, I um, let's talk about it first of all. So where does fandom come from, right? What if I just what if this just became a totally different vibe of a podcast? It is a little bit different because this is a thing where this is a thing that I would do um if I had the time. <clears throat> if I had the time, but also if I was good at this. But I, I think this is uh I think this is gonna be good. So fandom. What causes fandom? Fandom. Can you use it in a sentence, please? 
fandom is what I just do that bit again. I'm not going to. Okay. So um, I think what causes you to be like a fan of something, I think you need to relate to it. I think often geography has a lot to do with it. And it like you need to, I think it's like, why is this, how can I iconize? No, that can't be a word. How can I lionize this person or thing or band? I could I could just say thing. Thing covered it. Hey, Blake, was thing the most vague noun in the entire world? Was that too specific for what you were trying to get across? No, it was not. So um, I think a lot of it has to do with, okay, I have time on my hands. And I think people like to be, you know, the word tribal is thrown around. Whether it's tribes or groups, so you like to identify with something. So I, I guess like that's another way of saying it. This thing that you're a fan of, that people are a fan of, it has to be, you have to identify with it in some way. Whether you see some of yourself in it, whether uh, they are similar to you in a way, whether it's geographical, whether it's the way you think. Or if I think also to become a fan of something, it's something that you want to be or something that you want to exist or see the world. You want it to be in the world. What? (laughs) It's something that you'd like for it to. So if it's, for instance, like a fictional thing, it's something that you would like to see the world as. Does that make sense? Excuse me. God, I have a mic stand right now. Just stand. I'm sitting. And it's next to me. And it is tall as shit. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Couldn't use this mic stand, ladies and gentlemen. My references are from the 70s. And um, I wasn't born until the late 80s. 1989. Get used to it. <laughs> Get used to it. God, how funny would that be? Speak like, oh, if that's a fan thing. It's like, oh, yeah. People, have, have you met the 1989ers? Oh my God, those are people who were born in 1989 and their catchphrase is 1989, get used to it. And we don't know what the hell, 1989, get used to it. Oh God, how an op- 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 how unboxedish would that be? Is it unboxedish? Is that ob- obnoxious? I'm so sorry. Um, And I think also with fan stuff, there's like levels to it. You know what I mean? Where there's things where, oh, I'm a fan of this team, but... It uh it doesn't consume your life, or it's I'm a fan of this thing, and like your family has to adjust to it, <laughs> you know. Where it's like, hey, sorry, I, I gotta go see uh I gotta go see this thing in San Diego this weekend. I'll see you guys later. It's like I I you have a newborn baby, and I cannot take care of this myself. So sorry, it's Comic Con. I cannot be here with you and my son. So. I love you, but, you know, buyer beware, you knew what you signed up for. So I I think there's those levels to it. I also believe, um, you know, I guess like other factors to show how obsessed you are with this thing is uh, do you have clothes of it? Do you, like, you know, band t-shirts, jerseys, uh, or, or like, I guess like products too, like, uh, figurines, dolls. By the way, you're going to see where my level of expertise here starts and ends. And I think where it ends is where this actually gets funny. Um, do you fight with people about this thing? You know? Like, like, do you fight and say, like, oh, my thing's better than your thing in this subgenre where it ultimately doesn't matter? You know? Um, so anyway, let's start with... Uh, I'm going to go down a list. I looked up things um, that you can be a fan of because I'm a robot and just can you imagine just most people would be like 
Um, yeah, things that you can be a fan of. Uh, bands, sports, um, I guess like TV shows, brands. And I'm, I literally came up with sports. And that was the only thing I could come up with, like as things that you could be a fan of. So, again, I'm gonna take another. I'm gonna take a sip of water this time. Is that cool? Because I was gonna take a sip of coffee, but I'm gonna go water. So hold on. Oh God, that's filtered. Oh, they filtered the fuck out of that water. God, that's good. That's crisp. It's actually uh, quite room temperature. I'd swim in that water. How funny would that be if you were in a in a meeting, like an important board re- meeting, and they were like, oh, like. Uh, like, would you like a water? I'm like, oh my God, I would love that. And you're not the boss, but, and you're not at the bottom. You're kind of in the middle where you do kind of have to be respected, you know? And you take a sip of that water and you're like, oh God, I would swim in that water. And I think most people would be like, oh, ha ha ha. And then they would think about it for a few minutes and, and think, what the fuck did he mean by that? What do you mean you can swim in that water? Why would you say something like that? All right, let's go through these. First thing, first type of fandom anime ow fuck i just hit my knee <laughs> you don't hear a lot of podcasts by the way i listen to a lot of podcasts too <clears throat> god i'm sorry i'm in trouble with my voice right now <laughs> oh, jesus christ um i i listen to a lot of podcasts as well you don't hear a lot of podcast hosts hurt themselves on the podcast maybe that's the type of podcast maybe that's the po- type of podcast that you can be a fan of Ooh. I, have you listened to Blake Wexler's podcast? Last week he uh he was hammering in a nail and it, he nicked his finger with it. It's like oh shit. I think people and that's another thing about fandom. You really could just be into anything, right? Like if you have the time, if you have the passion, you could be into anything. Now let's start with anime. Anime is now. Let me try to. Let me try to define anime, and then I'm also just not going to look it up, okay? So anime, I realize, is one of the more popular things in the world. Like, nothing's, like, so many things. Not, what? <laughs> not many things are more, than, are more popular than anime. And anime, in my mind, originated in Japan. Um, That might not be true. It also... <clears throat> like pokey is pokemon anime in my mind it's a type of cartoon and it's like a genre of cartoon right like there's live action no that's not a thing there's like <laughs> oh boy well i don't know why i started with this one i should have started with like sports or bands or something um so I would imagine someone would be a fan of anime in that it's very um, – I would say it's a different probably type of entertainment in that a lot of these things, these creatures – but it isn't always creatures because it's often people, right? Is that true? I would imagine that these things – by the way, I realize how much of an idiot that I sound, and let me acknowledge this. I don't think being a sports fan is more legitimate or less – embarrassing than being an anime person it might be more embarrassing okay i just don't know anything about this well blake why are you talking about it well it seems like everybody fucking else talks about things that they don't know what they're talking about so i should try as well all right so anime japanese cartoons i would imagine there was a theme there and um it's really all i have i know there's a lot of merch and toys 
that go along with it as well. So that's the thing too, the merch aspect of it. You see anime everywhere, right? And even trickles into like for someone like me, like, oh, I'm watching um like I would watch like Colbert or something, uh, like years ago, and then like, oh, like this is Colbert as an anime or, or Conan. Conan as an anime character, right? Does that even make sense? A cartoon character? I guess that would make sense, right? What if they redid Looney Tunes as anime? Well, Blake, you don't even know what anime is, so do you even know what that... You can't even speak enough about that. You're right. So anyway, anime. Don't know what it is, but it seems legit. (laughs) Next, bands, music. This I can speak to. Okay. So being a fan of a band, trademarked, um... That would be, I think this is, to me, one of the more legitimate types of um, fandom. Because you can see it. It's real. You can, it also has an entertainment value to it, too. Where you can either passively listen to it or go to a concert. There's a lot of ways to consume music, right? You can watch a concert online you can go to a concert you can wear the band's t-shirt you can sing the song to yourself you can listen to it in your car you can watch a music video on youtube <laughs> I, I now like don't know how i talk and um let's just say you could travel around with the band now here's the thing i think i think a good level of music fandom is having I would say, what's the right amount of bands to have where if they're in your city, you have to see them no matter what? Like, I would say, right now I'm sitting at five, right? But if you're busy, okay, so I'm a 32-year-old um, influencer, right? And um, my that's my job. That's what I put on my taxes. 32, I write not just influencer, 32-year-old influencer. So... With my schedule, and I'm engaged, I have a career, and um, and I'm six feet tall, <laughs> okay? There's really all the details that you need to know about me, and I have a family, all right? So how many times can I reason- reasonably drop what I'm doing per year and bake in seeing a band on my schedule? So six would mean every other month. I think that's too much for me because I have shows, you know? But how about an average person who doesn't work at night? Six every other month seems legit, right? Like if you have six favorite bands, I think that's a good fun number, right? That almost should be a fun thing to do like, you know, like in normal times, like every other month go to a concert. I think that's cool. And with bands, so you can consume them in a bunch of different ways, then you can wear that band t-shirt. Now, why would you be a fan of a band? Um, There is feel and sound. So I don't know a lot about music at all, but when I'm a fan of a band, uh, trademark, I will, uh, I like the sound, just the sound of it. Like I like well-produced music. So I'll be like, oh, I just like the way this sounds. And then I'll listen to the lyrics. Like, oh, I like these lyrics. They're either you know, uh, either dark or they're funny or they're silly or, you know, there's just certain things that I will like about it. And then an addition is 
oh, they went to the same college that I went. It's like a relatability factor, like a degree of separation. Like, oh, they went to my same college or they're from Philly or, you know, oh, I, I heard that they actually have a weird story where here's how they all met. You know, like there has to be like an interesting about them as people. And then often that's where my fandom stops, where I will not know the names of any of them. Like I would say out of like the roots, I know two people's names. Out of like 34 in that band. Uh, the Hold Steady is another one of my favorite bands. I know the lead singer. Future Islands, another one of my favorite bands. Do not know anyone in that band's name. And I, they literally, like, I just saw them. And they're one of my favorite bands. I, I think they're incredible. I think the lead singer is amazing. Do not know anybody's name. And um, I don't know anyone's name in Jen- Jimi Hendrix. Uh, that's not funny. All right. So, bands, that's another one. Now we go into sports. So sports, I think, is sports fandom is, in my opinion, primarily based off geography, right? Because unlike a band, there's nothing relatable really about a sports team in general other than geography, right? Like, I guess there could be a cool story, but, but that's the thing. All these franchises have been around for so long where it's not the owner, Right? Because how much could you relate to a billionaire? You know? And the players, the teams take on different identities, you know, every like few years. So it's not like, oh, like, you know, I, I guess maybe if you love the fact that, you know, Tom Brady is an alien who's friends with Donald Trump and handsome, like, you know, and also amazing at football, maybe that's why you became a New England Patriots fan. Um, I guess there's certain for colors, like team colors, I think help. Like I know, like, you know, or for instance, you know, the LA Raiders create, or I'm sorry, the, uh, where do they play now? Las Vegas. The Raiders franchise presented itself as this badass franchise, you know, the foot, uh, Raiders football team. So maybe that's why some people were like, oh, I just like, I like the colors black and silver and I'm a badass, you know? Um, and I guess it starts with the type of sport. But it's interesting. I would say being a fan of a sports team is at surface level a lot more superficial than being a fan of a band because you're not connecting with them as much on a personal level. However, I think that geography and hometown pride is maybe stronger than any driving force of fandom. Because I think in your head, you have like the nostalgia factor, the fact that, you know, your family likes this team, your friends like this team. I think that's a huge part of uh, probably a bigger part of sports fandom than anything else, because I've never played football in my goddamn life. You know, like, I I mean, I like played recreationally, but I was scared of it. (laughs) I was scared of the whole thing. But the Philadelphia Eagles are one of my favorite things in the entire world, you know? Where, like, that's the level of fandom where uh, I non-negotiable have to watch them. And it's caused, um, to be completely honest, a lot of tension in many relationships that I've had over the years. But um, I'm laughing because um, I I, I can't say that's not true because it is true. (laughs) So, excuse me. Oh, I need my inhaler. Um, So, sports fandom is a thing, I would say, on a surface level does not make nearly as much sense where well here's a question what's more exciting watching a really good tv show or watching a sporting event 
Where for me, generally, I think a TV show, a great TV show is objectively more entertaining because it's literally being scripted and molded to be entertaining. However, I don't know if there's anything more entertaining than watching an exciting sports game because it's there's no predict it's unpredictable and has real life implications I guess like whether it's on business or how much team like how much money the team makes how much money you know the the uh, beer vendor makes how, how much that the happiness of eighty thousand people at the game you know what I mean hmm esports so my friend Tony Ascenda who has been begging me to give him a shout out for years. And it's just one of those things when you see an addict, you don't want to enable it, you know, but after a certain point, it's like, I think this is just who he is and he needs shout outs. So Tony, there's your goddamn shout. I, I don't even want to swear with you because I, I know you're going through um a lot. <laughs> um, uh, Tony's doing a show on esports. Coming at this, uh, this fun, like, I don't know if you would call it a mockumentary. I would call it that because I have a limited vocabulary. So, um, and it kind of showed, like, you know, it, I started looking into the world of esports, and I knew, I know that people are fans. Because here's the thing people are fans of streamers and, like, internet people and YouTube stars and that sort of thing. And while I don't understand watching someone play a video game, I do understand personality and why someone... I mean, that's why reality TV exists, right? You like to see people's personalities. That's why you listen to this podcast, because you want to see just how how bad is Blake's personality. And it's not good. Excuse me. Guys, I'm really sorry about my voice. Um, but esports, I can actually... Because I... It's probably entertaining for some people to watch people play a video game because video games are entertaining, like to play, right? So maybe it's the same same way. Like, oh, like I guess you could have the same argument about sports, where it's like, yeah, it's it's fun to play basketball, but why is it fun to watch someone else play a game? Because I guess they are just watching. When you boil it down, guys, I'm sorry. Let me take a quick sip of a uh, coffee. Oh my god! I'm sorry. What, what if a actual? Oh, never mind. That's gross. I was gonna say, what if a frog crawled out of my throat? But that is, as I said, gross. So, um, esports I think is just as legit as watching regular sports. Science fiction was another thing. I don't know what that means. I guess it's like Star Wars and stuff. Now that fandom I understand because it's like a it's escapism, right? You get to escape to a world. That is, and that's kind of the thing um, that I tried to say earlier, where you get to see a different world that uh, you enjoy being in sometimes more than this world, right? Than real, than the real world. So that I can totally see fandom in that. You have these characters who are not constrained by like real life. You know what I mean? So they get to be anything that they that the writers or whoever want them to be. I thought I just saw a mouse in my closet. If I saw that, I cannot begin to tell you how much that would derail uh, my life. <laughs> I would have to clear it. I don't even want to fucking think about it. I didn't see a mouse, I don't think. Um, so yeah, science fiction, I actually might think as a form of escapism, and there's merch to it, and you know, there's like conventions where you can meet other fans. That I totally understand. Pro wrestling, I don't even... Like that, I get too, because it's characters. You know, it's it's a combination of sports and 
um, like a TV show. Clothing brands. So this is an interesting one to me. And by the way, I'm guilty of this because I like, and by, I almost said I rep Nike. I prefer to wear Nike over other brands. And it's not just because, oh, here's here's a great example. Sometimes Nike is just cooler. You know, like they make better athletic stuff. They're like, oh, Nike makes the jerseys for the Eagles. Or, you know, Nike makes, you know, the top, like these awesome sneakers or whatever. But here's an example of my loyalty to Nike, who does not give me free shit, who I have to pay full price for, which is too expensive, and also um, they probably have children making their things, which is fucking horrible. So why do I go with Nike? I don't know, but I like it. I think it's cool for some reason. And my commitment to Nike, I will buy, I'm looking for Nike snow boots right now. When there's a million other brands that make better snow boots, I just want to rep Nike. Isn't that strange? And I used to be that way, like, oh, like, oh, I'm a Levi's guy, not Wrangler, not all these. Other. It's insane, right? Um, Food, eh, that's not that good of one. Musical theater. Now, do people travel to see, I think just, but you wouldn't be a fan of a single show. That's like a genre, you know what I mean? I don't think that's a good one. Or like musical theater, it's not like, yo, fucking lay, lay Miz or nothing. <laughs> Lay Miz till I die, you son of a bitch. Um, so I would I would say no to that. Comic books, I would imagine it's the same thing. We're like, oh, I like this comic book. This is the series that I like, you know? And I would imagine, like, oh, my series is better than your series, which is crazy because, like, you know. Politics is probably the craziest one to me. To Because any, any um, becoming a fan of a real-life human being that's, I think, the craziest form of fandom because you get let down when you hear them make mistakes and stuff. And it's like, this is a human being. Nobody's perfect. Also, the fact that you're a fan of someone in politics, like, what are they doing? Like, I guess, you know, in in um in a vacuum, they're trying to make the world better, but that's almost never true. So I, I think if politicians in general were truly just... Uh, I'm anonymous. I just want to make the world better. That's someone to be a fan of. I'd rather be a fan of like a nurse or a doctor. You know what I mean? And, and obviously I think that bit's been done before where it's like, woo, go nurse. I almost said nurse Jackie, which is just, I think a television show. <laughs> yeah. Nurse Jackie. Who is that? Edie Falco. Um, so I, I think being a fan of a politician or um, a political party is fucking crazy. I think voting that way is normal, you know, because that actually has real, like, consequences. But to be a fan of a politician, to me, is insane. It's insane because to be a politician is an inherently flawed human being, and human beings are inherently flawed, you know? So I think to think that you know best that you can make the world better is 99% of the time an insane absolutely insane egotistical narcissistic thought um that being said obviously I'm not talking about voting you know for like a for one party over the other I'm not talking about that at all I think just being a fan for me with politics uh I see a politician who uh most closely mirrors my beliefs and you know like for like Bernie Sanders for instance I'm like this guy seems like a great guy uh he's fucking crazy he yells he's Jewish he's nuts and uh, a lot of my political uh, ideologies that align with him, I'll vote for him. But I don't like have a T-shirt of Bernie. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't, I don't do that. I don't think that's a. Uh, I think that's insane. 
and uh, video games I kind of talked about um, with esports. So, what are oh, before I go? Um, I would say in like for fandom, the fandoms that I think make the most sense to me are science fiction, you know, like like Star Wars, Star Trek, that sort of shit. Um, bands, and um, I think just really those two things. I'd say a band might make the most. Oh, no, comedians. Blake Wexler. That's it. If you're a fan of Blake Wexler, I think you just honestly have your head on straight, and you really just get it. So anyway, um, that is the podcast for this week. Thank you so much uh, for listening. Um, see me every Wednesday uh, at St. Stephen's Green in Philadelphia. And that's all uh, That's all I really have to say. I have new stand-up dates, blakewexler.com slash live dates. I think that's the web address. If not, just go to blakewexler.com, and you will find it. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all very much, and I will uh, talk to the patrons on Friday. You'll get your little bonus video, and uh, for the rest of you, I will talk to you next week. Enjoy. Enjoy it all, baby. Blake, 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 Blake,